Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast where we take a look at the inconsistencies of the Royal Rumble match. Jim, it is back to the desert for another Royal Rumble match. And some more terrible graphics, if I can recall correctly. Yeah. I not- really hate the whole their graphics thing. And I know this is probably, this may, I don't know how our times look, but this may air either right around or after Royal Rumble 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, if it doesn't air, I really hope they don't bring it back this that for that episode. Yeah. Yeah. So um, today oh, we're going. I should mention. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Bill. Go ahead. Uh, so this we're going to be doing the 2019 Women's Royal Rumble, um, and I do want to stress that I um, was trying to get a guest for this one. I put a bit of an open call, and unfortunately, um, no one accepted. And although to be honest with you, I was looking specifically for women personalities. Yeah. Um, so I want to mention that because I know somebody out there is going to be probably be like, well, you know, they could have gotten a woman for this one. Well, we've had someone for the 2018 Women's Rumble. And even outside of that, we had one for the 2006 Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, both female personalities. Great guests, by the way. Yes. Um. And I just feel overall, I mean, I'll tell you right now, I sent a message to a site that supposedly, <clears throat> and I'm not going to give names because um, it, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent it to two sites where I was like, I don't care who comes on. We're looking for a woman personality to talk about, <coughs> excuse me. The 2019 Women's Royal Rumble. It's got to be Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't care. They can choose the day. Just send me a representative. And I heard back from neither of them. Right. So I just wanted to make it clear that the effort was 100% made before we go mm-hmm. forward. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, why don't we talk about real quick, because... When we did the men's rumble, we discussed who the champions were going into it. Yeah, let's recap all of that again, because um, yeah, let's let's do that. Okay, so the the big stuff going really into the Royal Rumble actually involves the women. So this is the first time where the main focus is going to be on the women because we're going to go a little bit back to Survivor Series because one of the matches that was supposed to happen was Ronda Rousey against Becky Lynch. That match never happens because Nia Jax breaks Becky Lynch's nose during a fight. Okay. So because of this... And that was, to be clear, that was by accident, was it not? Yeah, that was by accident. Okay, I just want people to remember that, but okay, go ahead. So because of that, the medics were like, no, we can't allow you to compete. So Charlotte ends up taking Becky's place. Charlotte and Ronda have their match at Survivor Series. Ronda wins by DQ after Charlotte Flair goes crazy. Mm-hmm. At the last pay-per-view, TLC, which was headlined by Becky, Charlotte, and Asuka in a TLC match, 
Ronda Rousey comes out and pushes both Becky and Charlotte off a ladder, pretty much giving Asuka the SmackDown Women's title. Okay. So then the next night, and this is one of the rare times where WWE actually stuck to a rule, they announced that there will no longer be rematches for championships in WWE. If you lose, you don't get another match. Okay. I think that went till about this past October. So they they did stick with it for a while. Who broke it in October? I don't know. It just sort of ended. It just so people just got rematches that now. Yeah. Okay. So. Becky faces Asuka for the SmackDown Women's title during the show, Mm -hmm. Uh, which we we did cover, but for those who missed it, Becky loses to Asuka. Mm -hmm. Um, Ronda Rousey has a title defense. She beats Sasha Banks. So that sets up mainly the Women's Royal Rumble, which we'll get to in a moment or two. Meanwhile, Brock Lesnar was originally going to defend the, the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship against Braun Strowman. However, a few weeks prior to the event on Raw, Braun Strowman was chasing Baron Corbin because Baron Corbin can antagonize people. And Braun tears the door off of a limo. <clears throat> well, the limo happens to be Vince McMahon's limo. And Vince is like, what is this? What do you do? And Braun's explaining, and Vince is like, you're going to pay $100,000 for this. And Braun's like, I don't have $100,000. Well, then you lose your title shot. What's with him in $100,000? I have no isn't idea. That also the, wasn't that also the bounty on Stone Cold's head? Yes. So, yes. okay, curious. So, Braun loses his title shot. And Finn Balor ends up earning the shot by winning a four-way match. Okay. So that's how Finn faces Brock for the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship. Mm -hmm. And John Cena, who was supposed to be in the Royal Rumble, got quote-unquote taken out by Drew McIntyre. Or we believe it was to be Drew McIntyre. Right. So Brock, or not Brock, Braun fills in for John Cena in the Rumble match, which we've already discussed. You guys can check it out on the archives. And I would definitely very much suggest if you haven't listened to that one to listen to it, especially on this episode, before this episode, because this is basically the companion episode of that one. Um, There's a lot of anger when it comes to, for me at least, when it comes to Nia Jax and the notion now that's been set or the precedent that's now been set where drawing a number does not matter. And this isn't, this isn't a Naya diss, so to speak. This is a, well, then what's the point? They, why not just wait till number 30 comes out and just attack them? Mm -hmm. Why even bother drawing numbers? Um, Now, I don't know, again, when this, we're recording this, 2020 hasn't aired yet so who knows they might have somehow fucked it up even more uh but yeah that was a major thing but even though that got me angry there it actually started something starts 
similar to that with the women's rumble and which we'll get to later on this episode. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are tired of Mr. McMahon, just wait till we get to after the Royal rumble. (laughs) Uh, So I, you know what we went through the, um, on the 2019 men's rumble, the other promotions. So let's just focus on the women's rumble for this one now. Yes. Okay. So, I think it's interesting. We should probably note that Be- Becky fought in this uh, event, mm-hmm. and and one you tell people what happened because that actually does somewhat relate to the Royal Rumble. Right. So Dana or Dana Brooke? God, why am I thinking Dana Brooke here? <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch will take a spot mm-hmm. in this match. But it is not till later in the match. Yeah, but I'm talking about the the who won the Becky. Oh. How'd that go down? So, um, Oscar won the match. Okay. So Becky Lynch has lost. Gotcha. Okay, so your announcers for this are Beth Phoenix and Corey Graves. Mm-hmm. We're at 90 second intervals. I have that managers are allowed. There's got to be a reason for that one. Right. Um, Also, um, Renee Young and Tom Phillips are there. Are they actually announcing for this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why do they need four people? That was one of my notes, is we have four people on commentary. Sadly, it's not the most. No. There was one year that there were six, if I remember correctly. Yep. I think that was the one where you were at. Was it? It might have been. You know I what? Know. I might. You know what? I. You know. Here's what's funny. I think I may be thinking of the one of the only ones we haven't done yet, which oh, is 2005. True. Yeah, 2005. We haven't done that one yet. That's true. Oh wait, no. But there are only two brands there. We'll figure it out. Anyway, we'll fi- Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um. Do you? What What were your thoughts going into this? And I know this is a little bit uncharacteristic of me, but what are your thoughts going into this while I go get a water? Okay, so going into this, I wanted to see if this Rumble could be as good or as fun as the previous year's Rumble, because we've done 2018, and, you know, that was the first one, and it for me, I had fun watching it. Right. So I wanted to see if this one could live up to it, if it could be as fun or maybe even better mm-hmm. well I, and, I, and if you listen back to the 2018 women's rumble i think one of the things that we talk about is was it good or was it nostalgic it was uh i think i don't know if we made it official but i know i posed the question is this the royal rumble with the most returns in it oh i had that in one of my i think i counted like up to 10 people now, or now let me mind you that i understand why there were returns unlike the men's royal rumble where i complain about mm-hmm. the returns i get if it's the first one now this is them the second one that they did is the one we're going to talk about is more of what things will look like in the future i think yeah okay um, let's start this up. Get that clock ready. Let's All right, this. so it's 90 second intervals, so we will be going every seven and a half minutes. Right. 
Entries one through five, one Lacey Evans, two Natalia, three Mandy Rose, four Liv Morgan, five Mickey James. And I have during this segment eliminated Morgan and Bill, you'll start this one off. Okay. Um before the match, they introduced Beth Phoenix, and I see a sign. Maybe you can help me or someone can. It said Nolo King. Hmm. Very interesting. Nolo. Yep. Uh, I'm sure it's not Nola and O L A, maybe yeah, New Orleans, I, I, Louisiana. Right. No, it, I read it as Nolo. Okay. Um Lacey Evans is coming out with a marching hat, marching band hat on. Okay, so I said that it was a chef. Oh, a chef. Well, that's a good one. And that's I and I remember. Do you remember? I actually called you because this was technically the first women's Royal Rumble I've seen. It wasn't mm-hmm. until doing this show that I even saw the 2018 right. women's Rumble. And I remember calling you about this, and I was like, "Why is there a chef on TV?" <laughs> I like it, but now that you're saying that, you, what did you think it was? I thought it was like, you know, like the the leader of the of the marching band. Okay, I guess I can I, see that. Yeah, Lacey's Lacey with the in what I thought was a chef hat. Um, I thought it reminded me a lot of Chef Carrie, Chef Carrie Underwood from the <laughs> music video All American Girl. <laughs> Maybe that's what she was going for. Maybe. Uh, Lacey sucks on the mic. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, at this time, she's bad. She's bad. But she does improve over time. But I think part of it is, at this time, she doesn't have a character. Like, this is her first... Like, she's been on NXT, but as far as being on the main roster, this is her first match. Mm-hmm. And she has, in my opinion, the worst theme song in WWE today. Really? That's saying something because a lot of them are shit. How does it I go? Mean, it, well, the, the, the beginning is what annoys me. It's like, ah, And then it goes into like this bad, it would be like a bad Phineas and Ferb song. Okay. Who watched, or who did watch Phineas and Ferb. It's like, She's not a number. You know, it, it, it's, it's a hundred and something days of summer vacation. No, no. But yeah, the theme song's bad. I feel like Natalia and Lacey versus Lacey has happened many times. Oh, yeah. Lacey yeah. botching like crazy. Mm-hmm. At one point, she tries to do a kick up and just doesn't do it. Like, she tries to, and it's unsuccessful. Um, Lacey apparently calls people nasties. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because it wasn't until in an interview later where she explained where that term comes from. And it basically comes from her time when she was in the Marines. She is a legit Marine. Because, you know, once a Marine, always a Marine. Sure. So when she was in training, the uh, I guess like the higher-ups would call the New Year's soldiers nasties. Mm-hmm. So that's where that term comes from. Mm. Okay. I mean, I'm glad that there's an explanation for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also wrote down that Corey is horny. 
Oh my god, he's a pervert. Dear god. At one point he says, my tongue feels swollen. <laughs> I think he, uh, he likes Mandy Rose. Oh, yeah. Who I have to say, though, you know, I think she may be the best looking one on the Ross, on the WWE side. Maybe. I mean, I'm not, I haven't, I haven't looked and compared the looks side by side by every woman right. in there. That being said, I don't think she's that great in the ring. Um, no. So there's that. Um, what what do you think about Corey Graves? When did this whole thing start with Corey Graves being horny? Oh dear God! Like maybe like the year before, because okay. it's not just Mandy Rose. It's not because I I keep seeing I keep feeling like I catch him saying it in Mandy's presence. Oh, it, it's going to be many others oh. that she, that he either is like madly in love with. Or just has like this feeling of appreciation for. God. And then when you get to the one person that he actually is in a relationship with, he doesn't really say anything. That's actually kind of funny. (laughs) And for those that don't know, we'll let you figure it out as we go along. Right. So... I, I might even let Jim play along if he could figure I, it out. I think I know, although I think if I read correctly, there was some controversy. Oh, maybe. Okay, I'll, we'll talk about it later. But, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the first three seemed very botchy. And yeah. then, but I thought the double sharpshooter looked cool. Oh, no, that's a good spot. That I always like when Natalia did that spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, Bill, remember when Mickey James got run over by a train by James Storm? Yeah. <laughs> How is she here? She's well, I'm, supposed to I'm be mean, dead. She, I mean, she is the Native American Music Award Hall That's of Famer. Right. I forgot about that. <laughs> she Good has those her. powers, Good you know, her. from her ancestors of the Native Americans. I wonder if she has a new album coming out soon. Um, we got a we got a minute. Let me check it okay, out. Yeah, you check that out. Let me. So, Liv Morgan. Uh, I don't know too much about her. Uh, Mandy Rose, I knew. Uh, Lacey Evans. So you're saying that Lacey, this was her first main roster appearance. Yeah, pretty much. Like this is her debut match. Oh, doesn't she also take a moist towelette or something? Yeah, crotch. That happens. How does that make you feel, Bill? Uh, I don't know if that's ladylike. Doesn't seem like it. it no. Does not seem like it. All right, what's the Mickey James update? Um, she released a single in 2019. Okay. And it's called "I Don't Give Up." <laughs> wow, that's it. She's done with the world. I I guess. <laughs> you know, Mickey's been a. Re- How much time do we have left, by the way? Okay, entries 6 through 10 now. 6, Ember Moon. 7, Billy Kay. 8, Nikki Cross. 9, Peyton Royce. 10, Tamina. And I have, during this segment, eliminated no one. Uh, I'll start this part off. I think the she-nom name is stupid. 
I don't even remember who who's called it to be honest with you. I want to say Ember Moon. Yeah, it is Ember Moon. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. I just think it's dumb. I mean, at this point, let's just call her something else weird then. That doesn't just dumb. What do you think of that name? Uh, it would only work if the character ends up becoming like a phenomenal character. Okay. So maybe Shinam is a little too early. What about if we called her Shitaro? Like Hamtaro, but it's a she. Okay. Do you remember Hamtaro? Not really. Maybe you're gonna have to explain it so to me. So Hamtaro was a cartoon that I it ran on Cartoon Network for sure, but I think it might have ran on um, broadcast TV. It was about a little hamster named Hamtaro, and he was his owner was a girl, a little girl by the name of Laura, and every time she went to school. He would go on adventures with his ham ham pals. Wow. You know, I, the song was amazing. It was like, Ham Taro, when we work together, it's much better. <laughs> We're not even through the, the second set, and we've already talked about three songs already. <laughs> <laughs> Billy K some, says some shit that no one can understand. I can understand Donald Duck more. wow she does though i don't know for some reason i don't know if it was the mic work i was like i don't know what she's saying and i don't care well what i got for the best of what i could understand was she was waiting for peyton to come out okay oh you're all glad you brought peyton up because peyton royce comes out and i wrote down it's nice to know WWE women names are just as generic as men names. Equality. <laughs> oh, man. There's a, there's a terrible Peyton kick at one point. Um, and then I wrote, ta me na Ta-mi-na. She doesn't have that song, I don't think. Right. At this point. Which is sad, because that was the best thing about her. I'm surprised she's still there, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, she's probably there for life because of who her dad is. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Isn't Snooka in trouble or something? Snooka died, like, two years ago. Wasn't he in trouble or, like, isn't there some weird possible... Yeah. Can you explain that to me? Because I've come out of the loop on that. Okay. So, I'm going to give you the best version that I can. Thank you. So, it was like 35 years ago in Pennsylvania. He had a girlfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. And his girlfriend, depending on who you believe, ended up dying because she hit her head. Okay. The story or the question is if Jimmy Snuka pushed her like if he beat her up to the point that you know he knocked her out Mm. or if it was accidental like she slipped and fell Mm. so this had been a cold case for a long long time which jimmy snooker himself could not really chime in on because that he had passed at this point right um no he was still alive at the time but 
but he couldn't say anything because he had some kind of disease, like I, dementia or something. Okay. I'm not really sure. Makes sense. And they, at the time, I think they just threw the trial out. Mm. And then he passes away, like, not too long after the trial. Right. One of the things that made makes me so surprised about Tamina still being there is I feel like Tamina is one of these wrestlers that came in when WWE was all about, if you're the daughter or the son of anyone, you will get a shot with us. Mm-hmm. More than likely make it on TV. But they no longer really... I know they're Charlotte, but like... It's not as bad as it used to be, as far right. as that goes. Um, I'm just surprised she's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, she struggles to balance herself on the top rope. By the yeah. Way. <laughs> uh, what do you got for this segment? Um. Well, we have the better Nikki in this match, and Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. I prefer her over Nikki Bella. Okay. Although, let's not forget Nikki Rocks. Who isn't in WWE, but I just wanted to mention her. I like Nikki Rocks. That was I, the Voodoo Queen, right? Yeah. Roxy LaRue, she wound up being, right? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's oh, she anything? Uh, I think she retired. Okay. I know she has a family, so. I mean, I, plenty of people she, can still have families and still. Well, yeah. I, well, I mean, she's on Instagram, so I follow her. So that's how I know. Good for her. Yeah. Um, We have. Oh, the Ultimate Warrior's in the crowd. Is he? Yeah. I thought he was you know, dead. He's in his full ring gear and war paint. He's come back from the dead. Yeah. He's got a pretty good seed. He's on the floor level. <laughs> well, I... Okay. Um, um. <laughs> uh, so question for you about... So, like, I've seen Nikki Cross... Um, this this is obviously like a year ago that this happened, meaning this this match. But I, I'm not a fan of the little I've seen about not Nikki Cross specifically, but Nikki Cross and her partnership with uh, what's her face, uh, oh, Alexa uh, Bliss. Alexa Bliss. They yeah. seem very. I don't know. I feel like they are very annoying together. But like based on this Rumble match, Nikki Cross by herself seems like she may be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I do prefer her on her own, but the partnership. I, I think what they were going with when they did it was, oh, we have the odd couple, Nikki and Alexa. You I know, think, I think they were going for, oh shit, we need tag teams since we introduced a tag team title That's for the women. That's what That's I think happens. <laughs> that is very true. How much time we have left? We're about to count down. All right, let's look up. Eleven through fifteen now. Eleven, Zia Lee, twelve, Sarah Logan, thirteen, Charlotte Flair, fourteen, Kyrie Sane, fifteen, Maria Canellis. I have during this segment eliminated Mickey Cross, Kay, Royce, Lee, Tamara, and Logan. And we start the discussion off with you, Bill. Okay. Um I wanna start off with when Charlotte comes out. Because Corey Graves he's he's trying to make a good point with Charlotte. He's like, well, Charlotte has the genetics to be in the Royal Rumble. And then this is where he messes it up. Her father came in at number one and went all the way to win the Royal Rumble. 
and I ha- and I just wrote down Corey. He entered at number three. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> right. Um, so oh, great. I wrote, I miss people holding signs, parentheses, because I'm bored. Now, this XIA, how did you say her name? Zaya. Zaya, okay. Because I wrote, who the fuck is XIA Lee? <laughs> and when then I was like, if WWE was smart, she'd be called X to the Lee. Like <laughs> Once again, this is WWE. I'm sure they don't do that I'm, based on your laugh because it's the first time it sounds like it's heard it. But right. WWE's not that creative. I am. X to yeah. the Lee. X to the Lee would be great. Like exhibit. X to the Lee. X yep. to the Lee. Oh my God, this is a good idea. Ember holds on by her feet. You have that. Kyrie was great last year. I have that written down. Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. And then I think Corey asked if you should be running with your periscope or telescope, whatever she has. Why did he question the thing about walking the plank? I don't even remember she did it this year, walking the plank. No, I, I mean, she did walk the plank, but, like, when she got to the, like, when she was going to the range, she was running to it. Okay, gotcha. With her. So okay. I guess it was, like, do you run with scissors? Do you run with a periscope? By the way, and since we've gone over the rest of the card in the men's match, that means we, the women are actually getting more of the focus in this episode. Yes, we they wanna, are. We actually aren't going to break away to that. If you want to listen to uh, our thoughts on the rest of the card, go listen to the 2019 Men's Royal Rumble. Bill, I think it's time for us to have a very serious discussion. Okay. I've hyped it up about Charlotte in past episodes. Yes. At the 2018 uh, Women's Royal Rumble, I said, because Charlotte's not in the Royal Rumble, I'm going to save this for the 2019 Rumble. And we're at the 2019 Rumble. Correct. So here we go. Bill, I don't think a lot of the women in WWE are very good in the ring. That's, in fact, yeah. I would say, in my opinion, there's five that I would qualify as good. Okay. Now, I'm not going to sit here and name you all five, because I really have to think of who would make all five of them. Yeah. The one person I know for sure that makes that list is Charlotte Flair. Mm. I, I do think Charlotte Flair is really good, possibly the best if I really start looking at them side by side. That being said, is Charlotte Flair the most unoriginal wrestler in the history of wrestling? <laughs> and what I what I mean by that, and I'm gonna just to give an example, I would say the previous holder of this title would be Ted DiBiase Jr., mm-hmm. who first off his name is the same as his father's, yeah, exactly the same. He at one point used Virgil. He had his move was I don't remember, but it was a version of the Million Dollar Dream, except he slammed him down after right. putting him in the dream. At what the million dollar belt. He had the million dollar belt, so he was the previous holder. I am making the case that Charlotte Flair has overtaken Ted DiBiase Jr. as the most unoriginal wrestler. What are your thoughts? You know, you might have a point there. Her music comes from the old Ric Flair song. It's just mm-hmm. remixed. Yeah. Her finisher is the figure eight. Which, by the way, is dumb. I hate her finisher because it. She does a bridge, and I. It's one of those moves that's like, that hurts you more. 
like as the the person that's giving it to me at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at WrestleMania, even though we're going to talk about it later on of this year, does she not come on a helicopter or something? Yeah, much like Ric Flair does. She obviously woos. Yeah. Um. I I mean that those are the main examples that I can think of. Can you think of any other ones? I'm, if I think more, I might be able to. But the blonde hair. The blonde hair, sure. Although that might be natural hair, so you know that might be natural. Okay. Um. The robe she wears. Robe. robe. Thank you. The robe. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, give me one attribute of Charlotte Flair that's original. She has boobs. Well, okay. Other than that, which you knew that. <laughs> um. What's what you uh, said? She doesn't have a dick. Well, that's true too. <laughs> um. Oh. It's a minor detail, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Sure, please. She has a tattoo on her. Her dad does not. To be fair, though, that she could have gotten that too when she was like 13 years old. No, not I know. E- not even thinking that she was gonna be in wrestling. I know. I know. Um. God, I I can't think of anything Can really. You, now the next question I'll ask you is this: Can you think of a more unoriginal wrestler than that? I was going to joke and say Shane McMahon, but honestly, no. Yeah, because he doesn't not like Vince really had to move. Right. And eventually Shane changes the song. Yep. Completely. It's not like it's a remix of No Chance in Hell. Although, to be to be fair. Yes. Because I, I do support your case. When she was in NXT, she was just Charlotte. The Flair name was never there. It was just Charlotte. Okay. I believe that because, you know, the main roster is where all the characters get destroyed, apparently. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I can't really think of anything else. I mean, those are like five major features that I just gave, I think. Yeah. So, I, like I said, I, I, I and again, that's why I want to preface it with like I would put her in with the top, like the only five WWE women's wrestlers that I think are actually good. Um, but very unoriginal. Sixteen through twenty now. Sixteen Naomi, seventeen Candice LeRae, eighteen Alicia Fox, nineteen Casey Catanzaro, and twenty Zelina Vega. I have during this segment eliminated Rose, Naomi, and Maria. Uh, I'll start off the conversation. I hate the entrance graphics. They look cheaply done. So that's that's what I'm going to start off with. Shout out to Beth Phoenix, who is way better than Renee Young. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah, she's better. She almost takes it naturally. Right. What do you got? Uh, Let me see. I have Shimmer is represented here in this match. Uh, the women's promotion, Shimmer, because yeah. Natalia's in there. Uh, Amber Moon is still in there at this time. Um, Candice LeRae. I think Zelina Vega wrestled in Shimmer for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you got good representation there. Um, actually, there is one thing that I, I – I don't know if you said 
her being eliminated or not, but I'm going to bring it up. Yeah. Lacey Evans gets eliminated. Oh, maybe I missed her. Okay. I don't have her. Okay. Right I'm glad you said that because I think the referees missed her being eliminated hmm. because after Mandy Rose had been eliminated, she eliminates Naomi and the referees, you know, they're trying to separate them. And in like the far corner, the camera catches it. Lacey gets eliminated, but I don't know if the referees ever saw her get eliminated. Right. So we could have had a WrestleMania final four match. <laughs> By the way, did I mention that Charlotte does the chop? Oh, that's another one. Yeah. Good thinking there. I, I don't even, you know what? I don't even remember, but did she even do that? Uh, how Rick did the knee? Did she do that at all? I don't think she does actually. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. So, uh, why is Alicia Fox still employed? Oh my God. Okay. Who, who, who does she either have dirt on or is sleeping with? Okay. I wrote down that the Mad Hatter has come because she wears these hats for some strange reason. Mm-hmm. And then she and Maria have the weirdest confrontation, I yeah. think, in the history of the Royal Rumble. Well, you know what makes it the weirdest thing at first is that Alicia Fox comes out to Maria's music. Yeah. <laughs> and she did that dance. Oh, my God, that dance. And then, okay, so I, then. I didn't like it. I thought it was awful, the Alicia Marie stuff. Oh, my God. And then Maria stomps on her hat, and one of the commentators is like, well, there goes a $5,000 hat. That doesn't even look like it was worth 5000 Bill, what does Alicia have on someone, or who is she sleeping with? You know uh, why? Because do you remember when WWE recently did, like, what was it? the Like, the big show that ended with Stone Cold um, in the ring with everyone, was it? Oh like, yeah, it was yeah. Was a reunion show or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Remember how at the end, every like all the legends are in there and celebrating. You know who else was in there? Alicia Fox. Fucking Fox. And now <laughs> I'm like, why is she, how, why is she the only member of the current roster or one of the only members in there? How does she still have a job? Because. I don't know. This is you, all conspiracy theory right now. I'm, yeah, I'm going to figure it out. Because I don't know if you remember hearing about this. She's been there for, isn't She's been there for more than a decade. Yep. I think she debuted in like 2008 because remember she, she is. was. With, it was like Edge's wedding planner. Yeah, yeah. And then like she cheated on, um, or Edge cheated on Vicky, Vicky. With, with Alicia Fox. Poor Vicky. She's gone through a lot of it in her life. But no. Okay, so. During this year, this is after the Royal Rumble, okay. Arn Anderson is an agent there. Mm-hmm. And this is at a house show. Alicia Fox is pissed drunk. Okay. And she goes, like, Arn, you know, says to her she's got a match. She goes out and wrestles. Mm-hmm. Drunk. Wow. Oh, I Arn, about this. Yeah, Arn loses her his job <laughs> because of this. And Alicia Fox stays. How effed up is that shit? You know what? I didn't even think of that, but you're right. I mean, part of me understands why they fired Arn, because, you know, no one drunk should be in there. But he didn't know she was drunk. Or if Arn's fired, so should she. 
Exactly. She should be fired too. But she's like, no, I don't have a drinking problem. I don't need rehab. Because she's blackmailing someone or she's sleeping with someone above yep. everyone else. And um, that's what I lost my respect for Alicia Fox. I agree. Uh, I have Zelina Vega equals okay, Jason. Parentheses hmm. the killer. Casey Catarzano, who yep. on American Ninja Warrior, yep. did she do the spider walk? Uh, I don't know. I, I joke that I wonder if she made made it to Mount Midoriyama. So, <laughs> is Maria wearing her wedding ring? Is she? I, she I, I thought she was, and I was like, weird, because to me, being in a wrestling ring is the easiest way to lose a ring. Mm-hmm. Unless but, you got it on there, like, real tight. M- Maria tries to eliminate herself and fails. <laughs> how much time do we have left by the way we have a minute 25 what do you got remember maria was something what? like remember remember when she was in ring of honor and they had the title of love yeah and then she goes to impact and, and then it's the shit he's amazing in impact yeah and, and she's like and she has like some control over the women the knockouts division that's right she was kind of feuding with ally and God, what happened? Better days for those two. But you know what? We They can only blame themselves. Because they legitimately knew what they were getting into and signed, what, like a five-year deal? Yep. And then after that, Maria's like, oh, by the way, we're, I'm pregnant. I'm going to have a second kid. And they're like, what? You can't do that, damn it. I really do not feel sorry for them because they knew... They can't say, like, oh, I can't believe WWE isn't using us right. Because you knew what was going on. That's why people are wanting out. Mm-hmm. You get what you sow. Exactly. And not only that, but they had—they actually had a chance to leave. They sure did. They sure did. Twenty-one through twenty-five. Twenty-one Ruby Riot. Twenty-two Dana Brooke. Twenty-three Io Shirai. Twenty-four Rhea Ripley. Twenty-five Sonya Deville. And I have during this segment eliminated Fox, Larray, Kyrie, Brooke, and Vega. I feel like the crowd is dead, and that it's been dead. Mm-hmm. Io, what is this? Io, how do you say that? Shira. Io. Io Shirai. Oh. Well, here's another one. They should call her iOS. <laughs> Again, another great idea that <laughs> WWE would not think of. It, it uh, makes so much sense to me. I don't know yeah. what does it with them. Now, what I did. Women's like, stables are there at at this time, or yes, right? Because it seems like there's five. Well, the only one that I remember is the Riot Squad. Uh, maybe that's just me then. Oh, by the way, I thought something else for Charlotte. Because um, I recently learned apparently there was a thing called the Four Horsewomen. Yeah. There's another thing. <laughs> Let's just keep adding it as we think of it. <laughs> now, I, I, okay, I do want to point out when EO does come out, IOS? she does a moon she does a moonsault. Yeah. She's that is not an elimination because she never made it into the ring before okay. she. So. 
Um, oh, oh, Dana Brooke, I wrote, she wants Batista. She does. Yeah. Apparently. Appar- apparently, according to her, Twitter is the new Tinder. Really? That yeah, I that's should, what uh, Dana says. I should get back on Twitter more then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, iOS is there. Um, Charlotte Flair gets a beatdown. Vega goes under the ring. And now I'm trying to figure out what my note was here with Candice LeRae. All right. While I do that, why don't you tell me what else you have? Well, we have Rhea Ripley, who's the first ever death metal entrant in the Royal Rumble. Is she? Well, just by her entrance theme, it sounds like death metal. Ugh, if only Man Mountain Rock was in a Rumble. (laughs) I know. Well, I don't know if they could have gotten him in 95. It was every minute, and he probably had like a half-hour, 45-minute gig. That's true. Oh, um, you know what? You you've rejected my other my other note here, because I was going to ask about why is that woman not eliminated from going on the top rope? Uh, well, there we go. I, I guess because she never entered the ring. Mm-hmm. You know. All right, now we got to talk about. There is this one spot in the match. Yes. And this shows the ability of Casey Cavanzar. So Dana Brooke. Throws her over the top, and she gets knocked to the floor. Mm-hmm. However, her feet never hit the floor. Right. I guess because we've taken for granted for so long, once you go over the top and you're to the floor, you're eliminated. Mm-hmm. Well, her feet never hit the floor. Right. So she does some kind of a jump i guess would be the right way to put this okay and she's used yeah and she uses her legs to to wrap around the post and she pulls herself back up into the ring right that was a good look i couldn't believe she did that it it's it's very kofi kingston-ish it is but the difference is at least with Casey, she probably has done it excuse me, in the past because she's been on American Ninja Warrior. Oh, that's right. This is her spider walk uh, abilities. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Kofi, and it's all due respect to Kofi, he's never had that experience. Mm-hmm, that's true. And then we also had a Vega Hornswoggle moment. Oh, that was a good spot. Which, by the way might have gotten the biggest pop in this entire match. I thought Vega is, I I actually had down, I think Vega is as tall as Hornswoggle. (laughs) And I've met Zelina Vega Mm -hmm. in person. She's a small young lady. Mm -hmm. And looking at her running away from Hornswoggle, I'm like, they might actually be the same height. (laughs) It was a fun spot, and that's why the crowd enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool. What else you got, and how much time do we have left? Well, we have two and a half minutes. Um, oh, my God. Okay, this one went fast. So so yeah. far in the Rumble, if I were to describe it in one word, I would describe it as bocce. Yeah, I would too. Um, it's not as good as the previous year. Right, but like I said, I have to, have to wonder even more – from watching this rumble 
is is it because it's not as good because they hid the flaws in last year by having so many returns? That's true too. That's true. Now this is this is what a women's rumble really is right here because there's is there any returns in it? Not really. I mean, Maria was She's still there. on the roster. They just didn't use her a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Nikki Cross had been on NXT for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't think there are any returns, really. Right. So, and even though, and I, I trust me, I, like I said, I usually like when there's no returns or very minimal. But I think this kind of shows you what, like I said, even though it's the second year what it really is looking like uh, as far as what their current roster is. Um, two minutes still, or how long? A minute ten. A minute ten. Okay. Um, Bill, who, wh- who, would you, who would you say around this time was your favorite women's group? It's tough because Riot Squad was really good because – it was three women who didn't have any big egos, but at the same time, I like the Iconics because they were sort. This may be a controversial statement I'm about to make, so yeah. please don't don't send the hate mail to me. No. I thought they were a more fun version of Lay Cool. Okay, because I could see the Lay Cool like resemblance in them. Mm-hmm. Although they had really known each other for a long time, right. Peyton and Billy, so I enjoyed them. Mm. Actually, I still do to this day. But I figured out what my last note is, so how much time do I have? Nope, okay. And now the final five. 26, Alexa Bliss, 27, Bailey, 28, Lana, 29, Nia Jax, and 30, Carmella. I have during this segment eliminated, leading into the final four, Sonya, Ruby, Ripley, IOS, Natalia, Bliss, and Carmella. I'm going to bring one note back from the last segment real quick. So when Larray gets out, the refs see Vega, clearly. There's no way that you cannot see her. They're right. almost directly looking at her. Why are they not making an effort to go and get her back in? I don't know. I mean, they uh, would. It, they should at least be yelling at her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Corey Graves here. This is where he goes crazy for Alexa Bliss. Okay. Because she's the goddess. Which Bliss botches right off the bat with Charlotte. Right. I've, I've written that written down. And then. He okay when Lana comes out, and, and I think I have to. <laughs> I just remembered the note that I had for it. Okay, so before let's set up why she is like she. Is. Sure, sure. Why is she the way she is? Go ahead. During the kickoff, Rusev has a match with Shinsuke Nakamura. Towards the end of the match, Lana gets on the apron. Rusev accidentally knocks Lana off the apron and she twists her ankle. Okay. So then she comes out for the match at number 28 and she's making an effort, quote unquote, to which Corey Graves said, 
if a horse has a bum leg, you don't put it in the Kentucky Derby. And then I wrote, if a horse has a bum leg, it gets shot. Yes. Because my dad had this happen when he was a kid. Because I actually, I don't think I've ever told you this. No, you definitely have not. I have to hear this right now. Okay, so my dad grew up on a farm okay. in Pennsylvania. And, and folks, you might want to get tissues ready for this because this is a little bit of a oh, sad. Oh, no. Okay. So when he was a kid, he had a horse. And his name was Spot. Oh, no. He yeah, named it. It's, it's a generic name. Okay. He loved the horse. One day, while in the barn, the horse got kicked by a cow. Okay. Well, they couldn't really do anything to save Spot. So the next day, they took Spot to the back and they shot the horse. And my dad was so mad at that cow that he wanted to kill the cow. But he was a kid. Oh, wow. How old was he? Oh, gosh. Teenager, he younger than No, him. like, maybe like nine or ten. Wow. Did, I, he, and, did, did I, he ever have... And so he never looked at that cow the same way again. Nope. And I've seen the picture of the horse. It was a beautiful horse. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like, when I... When, when Corey said that, I was like... Jared Graves, that's not what you do with a horse in the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> uh, so my, uh, my, my note, it says Lana chattling Franklin the turtle. <laughs> okay, explain that because you told me that already. I know, and I think I figured it out by rewatching. Okay. I think it's because she's so freaking slow. Yeah, oh my god, she's she she walked as slow as my mom. So I was like, hey, it's Franklin. <laughs> Coming into your house. That beaver on that show is a bitch. But See, anyway. Why is Franklin the only one that gets a real name? Like, who <laughs> else is just their animal? It's just their animal and what they are. Bear, beaver. God forbid. God forbid there's two bears. <laughs> Actually, there aren't two bears, technically, because Bear has parents. Well, yeah. So, I don't know. I never really saw the show that much. Hey, so. it's Franklin. Anyway, Lana doing her best Franklin impression. Yep. So she comes out limping. Oh, here's... I also have a note, too. Uh, piggybacking off of your sad <laughs> father's horse story, <laughs> where Corey compares her with a horse with one leg. And then I wrote down, Corey wants her to be put down. Corey wants, Corey wants to shoot her. Yep. So then uh, Nia Jax comes out and beats up Lana. Which, actually, I don't blame her in a way. Or Nia Jax, I'm sorry. Because because Lana is competition. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't blame Nia for that one. I hate that, by the way, I hate that I said Nia. Because it's Nia. It always and then, is. They say it wrong. And then 30... You don't say Mama, Mama Mia. No, Mama Maya. Mama Maya. <laughs> you don't say Mama Maya, here I go again. <laughs> you say Mama Mia, so Where, where's Mia guy, Jax. Where's that guy that offered ABBA a billion dollars to get back together? They could do Mama Maya. Did they really offer him a... 
that much? Yes, somebody offered them like a billion dollars to get back together. This was years ago. And why didn't they, or did they, and I didn't know about it? They didn't. Did they hate each other? I don't know. I I think they were just fine with the life they had. Okay. Um, And then 30 is Carmella because she was a part of the winning team on Mixed Match Challenge with R-Truth. And uh, this is... See, this is the one I think Corey Graves would go crazy for because Corey and Carmella are an item. See, now here's what the thing. I thought that Carmella was the mistress. I thought Corey was married to someone and he was seeing Carmella. That's why yeah. I was confused by what you said earlier. I, I know. That that just came out so weird, but it didn't make Corey Graves look good. No. I mean, you say that didn't make him look good. Something else recently didn't make him look good either. Oh, yeah. Some Something he said to another fellow announcer. Yep. All right. So Becky Lynch comes out and she takes Lana's spot, which is bullshit. <laughs> because Actually, once the number comes, once the next number comes up, all mm-hmm. should be null and void. Right. Actually, I, I thought it was sort of funny how it happened because... Um, you know, she's asking to be put in, and then Fit is like, okay, and then Lon, you could see Lana's face, she's like, no! It's like that moment of The Simpsons when Ralph Riggum has his heart broken by Lisa, and Bart's like, this is the exact moment. (laughs) You can watch that on Disney Plus, guys. Lana is Ralph Wiggum. (laughs) Right, there's, there's a sign for you. (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, uh-huh. so Becky Lynch takes Lana's spot um, do you have anything else before we go into the final four oh um, oh Beth Phoenix brings up sportsmanship a lot in this yeah. match what the hell is this about it's the Royal Rumble <laughs> there's no sportsmanship in the Royal Rumble it's, it's uh, Beth Phoenix's dream to have it be based on sportsmanship. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, nothing against Beth, but come on. Royal Beth, you've been in a Royal Rumble. You know there's no sportsmanship. Right. Okay. It's Final Four. Charlotte versus Bailey versus Lynch versus Nia. I am going to keep saying Nia. Okay. Nia eliminates... Wait. Yeah, Nia eliminates Bailey which makes it Charlotte versus Lynch versus Jax. For whatever reason, I decide to change it into her last name for the next note. Becky eliminates Jax, so we have Lynch versus Flair, but Jax attacks Lynch. Lynch eliminates Flair, and Becky Lynch is the winner of the 2019 Women's Royal Rumble. Okay. Thoughts on this whole... Nia versus Nia situation. I think it's confusing now. So I'm, I'm, I'm I might, that's the thing. I might just start calling her Miss Jax. Oh, sorry, Miss Jax in. Yeah. Um, Charlotte was saying a lot, especially in the final three. She's like, stay out of it. Stay out of it. Stay out of it. Uh, it's like, stay out of what? I, I never figured that out. Um, there have been a lot, this is something I 
put down in my notes. I want to see if you noticed it too. There had been a lot of eliminations done when someone has been on the floor in this match. Yes. Which was very weird. Um, I think then, some people aren't timing it right. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. And then Corey Graves. My God. This is this is the rule of threes here today with Corey. This is the rule of threes episode. We've talked about three songs. We've talked about three members in a group. Now we're going to talk about Corey Graves for a third time. Commentary. Right. What do you got? When Becky is hurt after you know she eliminates Jax. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, maybe Charlotte will be declared the winner. And Corey Graves goes on this mini rant about how, why would they change the rules of the match for Becky to get back in the ring? And I wrote, the rules have changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've watched every, every Rumble, that sentence is the perfect definition of this entire podcast. Right. The rules have never been consistent. Mm-hmm. And then my last note is Becky wins. And I'm like, Becky wins? Lana wins? Ooh. It's, well, no, it's it's Becky wins. But I will say this. Who do you, like, if you had a rumble pool, do you get it? it like, how do you figure that out? Right. Well, like, what did you do? You had it. I went by the number. If you had the winning number. Okay. So that's how I do it. So like basically if you went by the person, no one would win because you didn't know exactly. Becky was in it. Well, but she was there. But at the time she wasn't announced as a participant. Right. She had a match. That's what I'm saying. If you went by name, no one would win the pool. Exactly. Now, I already know this. Uh, I, I, I've only watched a little bit of WWE mm-hmm. during this period. And I say this period like it's in the past, but really it was like last year. Yeah. But I know enough that this is a sloppy road to WrestleMania. So not as, let's, go ahead, what? Not as sloppy as uh, Randy Orton's second road to uh, WrestleMania. Is it? Well, we're going uh, we're gonna to dissect it right now. Right. Because I, well, if I remember, I have a lot of problems with this. So All Becky right. Lynch, does she go and main event WrestleMania and win the title against the champion? All right. So the next night on Raw, Becky Lynch declares which title she wants. Okay, so we're and back she... to that, that rule of you have to declare like the next night. Okay, cool. So she chooses Ronda Rousey and the Raw women's title. Great. There's our match for the, for the belt. That should be it right there. You would you would think. Mm-hmm. However, she I think the following week has a confrontation with Stephanie McMahon, and then later has a confrontation with Triple H. Mm, I gotta get involved. So then, Triple H and Stephanie make this decision, Becky. If you don't apologize to us by the end of the night, you're out of the main event of WrestleMania. Why is it about them? So the so that whole episode, <laughs> Becky thinks about it, and then at the end, she apologizes. And then she's like, there's nothing else. They're like, nope. 
There's nothing else. All you have to do is apologize. That's all. Okay, so she's going to WrestleMania. Great. Against against Ronda Rousey. Um, okay, cool. That is until Mr. McMahon comes out. Oh, my God. And he's like, I don't accept the apology. You don't put your hands on officials. You say you're the man, Becky. Well, I'm the man. Becky, you no longer have the championship match at WrestleMania. We need someone with class. We need someone with charisma. We we need Charlotte Flair. Under so Charlotte- what grounds? <laughs> Under what grounds is it that she gets it? So now... Oh my god. So now it is Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey for WrestleMania. Alright, so let's, let me just recap here. <laughs> oh my god. So, so Becky Lynch... Gets to fight Ronda Rousey if she apologizes. Becky yeah. Lynch apologizes, but now she's not fighting Ronda Rousey. Because that makes sense. <laughs> and by the way, you could have done something very much easier that would have made a lot more sense. You would have just said that Becky um, was not a participant. Mm-hmm. A real participant in the match because she took Lana's spot. And so... Didn't go that road. That, so uh, the last two were Lynch and, and Flair, right? Right. So yeah. So, so there, Flair wins. Right. That's the easy route. They made it. Okay, go ahead. Continue. All right. So after that, Becky wants a match with Charlotte, which she eventually gets at Fastlane. Okay. If Becky wins, she gets added to the women's title match at WrestleMania. Okay. If she loses... That's it. She cannot ask to be put in the match. Why would Charlotte agree to this? <sighs> because she's a flair. As Flair, the, flair's, uh, the flair is the biggest heel in all of wrestling for I a know. lot of years. So we have wait, the match. So, wait, 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 time out. Was there really no reason why she accepted this, even though I, she loses everything and there's absolutely nothing to gain from her? I honestly don't remember. Okay, go ahead. So we have the match. I'm so angry. We have the match. Yes. Ronda Rousey comes out, Mm -hmm. and she attacks Becky Lynch. Right. Becky Lynch wins by disqualification. Cool. Becky versus Ronda's back on. All right. But it's now Becky versus Ronda versus Charlotte. Why is Charlotte in it still? She just lost. Right, but she's Vince McMahon's pick. Oh, my God. But wait, there's more. Please, go ahead. Because a few weeks prior to WrestleMania, Charlotte challenges Asuka for the SmackDown Women's title. And Charlotte wins the SmackDown Women's title. Okay. So now we have two champions and Ronda Rousey. So dumb. Then on the Raw prior to WrestleMania, Stephanie McMahon makes the announcement that it will be winner takes all, meaning both the Raw and SmackDown women's title will be on the line in the match. Okay, cool. So we're going to unify the belts. Great. Yeah, about that. Um, the women's match does main event WrestleMania. Which is a big deal, and it should be a big deal. It's the first time a women's match is main event at WrestleMania. I... 
you know, mm-hmm. but I know you're, you're against. I mean, the- I, I don't, I don't think that like, first off, the one thing is Becky at this point, from what I remember hearing with all this bullshit that's going on, lost a lot of steam. Like it wasn't, if it was Rhonda Becky, then like it was, that was kind of hot at that time. Mm-hmm. And this all just pretty much ruined that. So we have the triple threat match and Becky ends up pinning Ronda Rousey to win both the Raw and SmackDown women's title in the main event of WrestleMania. Okay, good. So we have one less title now, which I'm good with because there's like a Uh, million titles anyway in WWE. So I'm good with it. Yeah, about that. What? Uh, Becky Lynch ends up starting or starts to call herself Becky Two Belts. So she de- she will defend both titles on both brands as long as she is champion. Oh, you mean on this brand split that has the wild card rule? Yep. Where it what was it? At first it was what three wrestlers or something like that and that's mm-hmm. like who the fuck cares? At one point that mode went on. Who the fuck cares anymore? Yep. It can be three, it could be five, it could be one, whatever. Yep. Oh, and um, what? the main event of that WrestleMania was nominated at the 2019 MTV Movie and TV Awards for the best fight. What? Yep. That's, That's a real thing. ridiculous, because from what I heard, the crowd was dead. It's a real thing. Oh it, it didn't God. win. Well, what did it, it was, by the uh, way? Uh, what, what, Brie Larson. What are the other nominees? Oh, okay, yeah, let me read you the other nominees before I tell you the winner. <laughs> yes. There was Josh Brolin versus Chris Evans from Avengers Endgame. Good, okay. Macy Williams versus White Walkers from Game of Thrones. I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I don't know. Ruth Bader Ginsburg versus Inequality. What? <laughs> it's from her documentary. Oh, it's it's a documentary. Wait, what? Yeah, about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I thought they meant legit fights, like as far as like physical contested fights. Have Haven't you ever seen the physical fight of Ruth Bader Ginsburg in In Quality? That was a twenty round fight. Okay, all right. What else is nominated for this? Show? Um, and then the winner. No wonder why WWE is nominated for this. It's not a the... real category. And then the winner for best fight. Was Brie Larson versus Gamma Chan from Captain Marvel? Captain, oh, I didn't see Captain Marvel, so I, I don't. Know. I mean, this once I heard the root Bader kids, yeah, yeah. then the, the, it lost me. I, I, I no longer <laughs> consider it a legit award because, of course, WD would not be nominated for for this. Just like how they were nominated. Didn't Roman Reigns get nominated for something, too? Yeah, best real-life superhero. Oh, my God. And he lost that category. Well, I should hope so, because he's not. He lost to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Did he really? <laughs> yes. You know what? <laughs> I Who are the other nominees there? I, I agree over... I'll take Ruth uh, Ginsburg Ruth over... I don't know why I can't say your name. Right. Um, over Roman Reigns, but who were the other? Ca- who was else was in this? Uh, in in the in that category, Alex Honnold from Free Solo. It's on Disney Plus. I think it's on my list to watch because I'm binging something. So, Hannah 
Okay. Hannah Gadsby from Nanette. I don't know. And Serena Williams. Oh, Serena. Oh, okay. She's she's not a real love hero. Sorry. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, she may be more than Roman Reigns. I, yeah, I was gonna say that. I, I'm I'm good with with Ruth winning that one, but not the <laughs> other one. No, right. not not even nominating the other one because. <laughs> It's like saying, "What? What's the best? Uh, the I don't. I don't. I can't even think of anything to compare it to." Yeah. Well, it's MTV. But MTV does have some legit awards, like the Music Video Awards, and oh, those haven't been legit awards in like fifteen years. Come but on. at least they're in the same fucking category as all music videos. <laughs> Not like Ruth <laughs> Ruth Ginsburg in. Oh God! It's not like the WWE Hall of Fame, which is garbage anyway. At least I know, like. Oh, uh, by the way, yeah. Dwight Johnson received the MTV Generation Award. Uh, that yeah. night. Okay. <laughs> From Scorpion King to whatever the fuck he did. Oh, probably Jumanji too. When this is game <laughs> released. He's really generational. Yep. I mean, he has a third generation superstar after all, so. Okay, your and thoughts. So, are, you know what? Uh, after hearing all of this, I am going to agree with you reluctantly about that the Randy Orton journey was more convoluted, but this wasn't that much better. Oh no, not at all. It's like, why do you need to have a a story? to have twists to get to WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Like, Seth's was so easy. Mm -hmm. He just picked his guy, and he just went to WrestleMania. Right. Here, it's like, Becky gets in the match, even though she wasn't in the match, or supposed to be in the match. Then she picks her opponent, and, you know, that should be it. And then it's like, no, I'm taking you out. Charlotte's in. Mm -hmm. Because I said so. I'm Vince McMahon. I would, I would put this in the top three of worst roads to WrestleMania. I think I'd agree with that. Of what we've covered, yeah. Which isn't there isn't that much left, so that's mm -hmm. pretty high. And I will say there's something that's been made official after watching this uh, Women's Royal Rumble. Do you know what that is? What is it? That I think that there was only one good Royal Rumble in the 2010s, and it was the men's 2018 Royal Rumble. Yeah, I don't think you could find an argument for a better one than that one. For the 2010s, it's the only Yeah, good for the one. 2010s, absolutely. Because with 11, it's, oh, we're going to have 40 people in there. Mm -hmm. And then, like, other years, it's like, oh, this person comes back, this person comes back. And then there's a couple years where the fans just shit all over it. Yeah. And then... 2017 had the cart. I mean, the cart was cool. Yeah. And then we had the Greatest Royal Rumble, right. which was 50 Actually, people. That, that one, I feel like we... It might not have been, been great, but I think I feel like we had a good time on that one. For some yeah. Reason. I mean, it's not the best one, but I thought it was pretty fun. Oh, you know why? Because I know why we had fun on that one. Because 
I didn't know shit at that point. Like, I was just really starting to get back into it. Oh, yeah. So, like, I, I was kind of discovering who all these people were. And, and I had to yeah. explain that the prince wanted Yokozuna for that. <laughs> <Yes. show. laughs> yeah. oh, all right, Bill, why don't you tell people, before we head out, why don't you tell people the plan coming up? We're doing the 1999 Royal Rumble as a watch along, but we're doing something else the episode before. Yes. So the next time you hear us, we are going to discuss the corporate rumble, which for those who don't remember or never heard of it, is a match that will determine the number 30 spot in the 1999 Royal Rumble match. It's going to be a short episode because I think there are only like 10 entrants. Yeah. And... I don't know how the time intervals are going to go, so... <laughs> we'll figure it out. Well, yeah, we'll figure this out. And then the next episode after that, after the Corporate Rumble, will be the actual full discussion of the 1999 Royal Rumble, which will be a watch-along, mm-hmm. and we'll reveal why it's a watch-along when we get to that episode. Yes. And then after that will be the 2005 Royal Rumble. Yep. And then we will discuss the 2020 Royal Rumble matches. Which, as of this which, recording, has actually not happened at all yet. Right. I'm as it is, real, I am willing to reveal that much. Yeah, by the time you guys listen to it, it will have already happened. Mm-hmm. But when we record this, we don't know what's going to go on. Right. So. And it'll depend. Whatever's the, the last one, if it's men or women's, that'll be the second one we talk about, and then the first one, and then... Probably going to wrap all this up in a two-part episode later on. We'll have more details as the uh, when we get closer to that. But that's the plan mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Um, so you can follow me at That's Podcasting on Twitter and Instagram. And That's Podcasting.com. Bill, send us out of here and give your plugs. Oh, uh, yes. real quick. What were your thoughts on the match? Oh, uh, bocce. Uh, not good. Okay. Um, <laughs> it wasn't as good as the first one. I'll say that. I'll just say that much. It wasn't as good as the first one. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. You can follow me on Instagram at Instagram. God. Instagram <laughs> at Mr. Billiam85. Uh, listen to my podcast, That Wrestling Show, which comes out each and every Friday. And that's about it. Next time you hear us, we will discuss the corporate rumble. And until then, the women's 2019 Royal Rumble match has been eliminated.